Welcome to 104 Days, a Phineas and Ferb companion podcast. Hi, I'm Callie. And I'm her dad. And this is episode 9, Raging Bully. We should say that Raging Bully, that title is a play on the movie Raging Bull, which is from like 1980 and it's about boxing. I don't know how much it aligns with the plot of that movie. I mean, probably nobody has ice cream dumped in their on their lap in, or this, their in head. Raging Bull. Or their triangle-sized I've head. never seen it, but that's the, illu- <laughs> that's the illusion there. So basically what happens is Phineas drops his ice cream in Buf- on Buford's lap and he gets mad, so he has thumb wrestle with him. And Buford Schmertz makes a um, slave device-nator. Slave-nator? Mm-hmm. Um... It makes everyone celebrate his birthday. The backstory I thought was kind of sad because nobody was around to like be his friend or well, anything. Yes, well, everything about Doofenshmirtz's backstory is kind of yeah, sad. Yeah, but that's mostly the saddest part of his childhood. Or like Balloony, maybe. <laughs> Spoiler. Spoil. Oh, whoops. Have you even watched that episode? Yes. You said the other day you hadn't seen it yet. Well, I just, well, I watched one. Um, yeah, that's coming up later. But I, I, hold on, I, sorry, I thought, like, Doofenshmirtz wants to take over the world, no wait, Tri-State area, then the world, maybe, and instead of making himself go to Roger and say, make me mayor, on his little, like, he hasn't shown up yet either. We don't know who that, we, we don't know who you're talking about, Callie. But go, I, ahead. go ahead, but go ahead, go ahead. He could take over the tri-state area if he made everyone, like, his slave to vote for him, and he would become the tri-state area. So what you're saying is his plan to use this very effective slavenator device, he should have set his sights a little higher than just making everybody celebrate his birthday with him. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Well, the formula was firing on all cylinders. Well, not all cylinders, only eight of the ten items. We still have not had a single episode where all ten bits of the formula were in place. And even this one, there were were slight variations. Like, Phineas didn't say, I know what we're going to do today. He said, we found something to do today. But still, that's kind of similar. But he did say, I know what we're going to do today. No, he said, we found something to do today. Oh. And, uh... Of course, we had a song. This one was He's a Bully in the style of like, uh, I don't know, like punk, I would say. It was kind of a, which would be about the right era for Raging Bull, if that's what they were going for. Or maybe I'm just reading too much into it. We also had a first appearance. Buford. Well, no, Buford's been in it, but I think this might be the first time he's spoken. But it's the first time we've seen Baljeet. He's taking his first words. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I almost said, I almost like said his first steps. Right. No, it wasn't his first steps. Um, Baljeet. Yes. And also, I'm pretty sure this is the first time Carl was mentioned. Yeah, but we haven't seen him. We haven't seen Carl yet, but he was was off off camera. Carl, the unpaid intern. This is also the first time there have been guest stars. Not only Evander Holyfield as himself, but the announcer at the thumb wrestling match was Michael Buffer, I think that's how it's pronounced. He is the one who very famously uh, would say, let's get ready to rumble. 
You know, you've heard that before. Or maybe you've heard, just heard me say it. I just heard you say it, so yeah. basically I have heard it. That's true. That's a good point. Well, let's take a look at our favorite bits from this episode. I will start with my number three, but it's coming up later on Callie's list, so we'll talk about it then. Hmm. What's your number three, Callie? My number three is when Linda's like doing, is playing her piano, and then she has her solo, and then she just brings the... I think it's ring. Yeah. It's the triangle. I thought that was pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, my solo's coming up. Ding. <laughs> my second favorite bit was just when Evander Holyfield shows up. And uh, in the artwork, they drew a missing part of his ear. I asked one time when we watched this episode, why is his ear missing? Yeah. Apparently someone bit off his ear. Right. Yeah, Mike Tyson in a fight. Uh, I don't know what was that like thirty years ago almost. Still, he, why? Yeah, he bit his he bit a piece of his ear off. That was frowned Gross. upon. Punching somebody in the face over and over again—that's okay. Biting their ear off—that's a step too far, apparently. My second favorite thing was when they were introducing the fighters. Finny, it says Phineas Snows takes okay, up on. his Starts whole face. Says, yeah, he he's got moves. He's got grace. He, his whole nose takes up his face. Yes, his nose I takes really didn't remember face. it, but I think you wrote it down. I did. I wrote it down. I, I don't. That was that was on I my short. Draw. That was on my short list of bits. I just draw squiggles on my my paper. But there was definite. My here was my favorite part is is when the announcer is is talking to the uh, to Phineas and Buford. Then he goes on to read the this disclaimer. In no way should this ensuing fight contain the image of a potentially harmful, hurtful, or psychologically disturbing physical act that could be found imitatable by an impressionable child viewer. <laughs> I still don't get it. Okay, so basically, with kids' cartoons, they don't have, like, violence in them. Like, real violence. Most of the time. Well, in kids' cartoons. Most and of so, the time. And so, like, there's a certain standard. Like, if you show... Somebody, I guess it's okay if Perry punches Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Because it's just an animal. But if you show, you, you'll never show a person punching somebody else. That stuff always happens off camera. And I wonder if that quote is actually in the legalese for the, uh, the standards people, the ratings people, to make sure that they can keep the rating they want for this episode, for this show. The anyway, thing, the point is, it's funny to me because they just put it right out there. What I meant by most kids shows, um, we've been watching The Incredibles most of the sometimes, and the, it said PG something, and yeah. there was apparently like tobacco stuff involved right. and guns. Right. Well, The Incredibles is rated PG, and this is, I think, TV. I don't even think it's Y7, to be honest. I think it might just be TVY, which means it's got to be suitable for young kids. There's got to be stuff in it that isn't going to be harmful to young kids. You anyway. can't say bad words. Well, no, too, no, no. That too. So that was my favorite thing, Callie. What was yours? My favorite thing was my parents didn't make it to my birth. <laughs> yeah, that again, that sequence was pretty funny. 
the part where he has a his, through a surprise birthday party for himself. But yes, that was my number three. Both of my parents failed to show up for my birth. I thought the reason he became <laughs> evil is because of his childhood. But no, it's for a completely other reason that I'm not going to spoil because I've already done like a couple spoilers. You are trying to spoil lots of things. No, I'm not. I just forget. I'm way ahead from you. Yes, yes. Callie has been watching. I'm on season four. Callie has been watching lots and lots of episodes of Phineas and Ferb, apart from the viewing we do for this podcast, which is perfectly fine. I'm trying to limit myself to the time we spend for this. Anyway, that's it. So, if you want to send us some email, you can do that. We have an email address. What is it, Callie? Callie and her dad at gmail.com. I almost said dot gmail. Right. Yeah, Again. you're right. Again. Yes. No, you got it. You got it right. We're, we're, doing, we're, we're doing well here. And this time, Ferb has two lines. Toward the end of the episode, first, he says this. Sharks have to continue to move forward or they'll drown. And then... Uh, Buford tries to intimidate him and Ferb just drops him. I don't know, he did a Vulcan neck pinch or something like that. And then he, so he followed up with this line. Well, he was all up in my face. Indeed. Let that be a lesson to you, Buford. (laughs) See you later. Bye.